well, hey, uh, welcome to Shipped My Game. Uh, this is actually a follow-up episode to last week's. Uh, we are in the midst of a Pokemon tournament. We are figuring out who, or no. Who's hot? Who's, who's not? <laughs> who's not going to make Pokemon? it to the prom king, king, queen who dance? Who is the best big, Pokemon? Big dance off. Joining us again is our friend Dylan. Hey, uh, what's up? I'm your host, Landon. I'm your host, Jubear. We got Jubear yeah. here. Uh, so yeah, let's just get right into it. Wait, I um, want to know what's going on with you. What's what, the, what you what's, been playing yeah, since yeah. uh yeah since the you know I've one been playing PUBG. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been playing some PUBG. Dylan, you've been playing some PUBG. No way, they don't got that on PS4. <laughs> yeah. They ain't got if that PCs on PS4 were made yet. for gaming. They'd have been bored with controllers. Anyways, so <laughs> we have been going through a bracket of sorts. Ranking the uh, our favorite Pokemon games and got a little dicey throughout some of that. Do you want to go through some of those rankings and like what happened? Yeah. Are you seriously um, not able to actually use the bracket? Yeah, I, I passed the first round. I can't edit it. I have to okay. sign up for. Can their you account. say like who won? Yeah, I can because I, okay. I haven't closed the bracket, so I can tell you. Uh, our first matchup was uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon versus Ruby and Sapphire, which Ruby and Sapphire won. Uh, next was Sun and Moon versus X and Y, which Sun and Moon won. Um, and we had Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire against Platinum, and Platinum won that. Julian made a very, very valid argument that won us over. It was stellar. stellar. Um, after that, we had Crystal versus Emerald, which Crystal won. Uh, from there, we had Fire Red and Leaf Green versus Pearl and Diamond, and uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green won that. Uh, next was Black 2, White 2 versus Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and, uh, Proud to say, Jubear and I took out that big W for Black 2, White 2. Still sore. Still Uh, upset. um, After that, we had uh, Black and White versus Red and Blue, and Red and Blue won that. And then uh, after that, we had Silver and Gold versus Yellow, and of course, Silver and Gold won that. So, for this next matchup, our first matchup of the day is... PUBG versus Fortnite, baby. Where are we dropping? (laughs) Give me that twisted pachinki. Oh my god. Okay, so our first matchup is Ruby and Sapphire versus Sun and Moon. I'm bumping it to 14 minutes for each of these conversations. Ruby, Sapphire versus Sun and Moon. I don't think this one's going to take 14 minutes. I don't think this one's going to be 14 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be pretty fast. Sun and Moon! I think we're all going to say Ruby and Sapphire. I think it's Sun and Moon. Really? Fun and moon. I think it's fun and moon. Yeah. What do you think, actually? No, in all honesty, it's probably Ruby and Sapphire. I think it's Ruby I mean, and Sapphire. We already killed Emerald already, didn't we, huh? Um, yes, we did. And Emerald we killed Omega Crystal. Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, didn't we? Uh, we yes. We killed those? Yep. We killed those. I think it's gotta be Ruby, then. I'm I think, well, I think it's I'm gotta be sorry. Ruby because it, it, it was the first generational jump. And that is kind of... Explain what you mean by generation. From Game Boy to Game Boy Advance. Um, So there's like a change of hardware. Okay. All right. Um, That was the first one. I mean, like red and blue to gold and silver was a generational jump because it was Game Boy to Game Boy Color. I'm I'm not really counting that because uh, the Game Boy Color wasn't that much more powerful. Color! It had color! It had color, yes, but... Technicolor! Yeah, Technicolor. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. I, I think Ruby and Sapphire. It it does a really good job of justifying that push up in the hardware, and it. I think that's the not the first time, but it is. I wouldn't say as big of a leap, like from Red and Blue to Gold and Silver, from Gold and Silver to Ruby and Sapphire, but Ruby and okay. Sapphire no, does such. I would. I would argue that that one's a bigger one. I would. I would argue Gold and Silver to Ruby and Sapphire. Is a bigger, it's a bigger jump. jump. Yeah, I think because they added abilities. I think adding abilities oh, yeah. to abilities Pokemon is like was like the biggest a, change. A game change. Like yeah, I think there were. Yeah. I think there are two really big game changer moments that have happened generationally. At least, like personally for me, in the Pokemon games, and the first one was adding abilities, and the second one was the physical physical special split yes. in Gen Four. Yep. So I would say that a big part of um, Ruby and Sapphire is like on their positive side is that they added it, and it's something that has like endeared and stuck until right. This day. Like it's something that it's like the the ability of a Pokemon can make or break their yeah. usefulness, their usability, their uniqueness, 
yep. can and be entirely determined hunting for by like that. a hidden ability and yeah. yeah. So like even extension by that, like Gen Five added like Dream World abilities, but it's like that still boils down to abilities existing in the first place. Yep. That's all of that happened in Ruby and Sapphire yep. Gen Three. So yeah. I don't know, like, because you also have to look at a lot of the things that they added in Sun and Moon, like the removal of HMs. That was a that, that is a is, big one. That is big, yes. Um, the differentiation of how the gym system works. I think that it's cool that they changed that in Sun and Moon. It just doesn't feel different. I think enough. they. I don't think they nailed it. Like. Yeah. I think it's cool that they tried something different, but what they ended up doing wasn't actually It's. Fun. I don't think it's an adequate Like, fighting the totem teams. Pokemon just ended up not being as great. Mm-hmm. Like, the totem Pokemon idea is really, really cool, but, like, there's a something wrong with how they executed it. Yeah. I, 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 w- I would 100% agree with that. I mean, yeah. new ideas, but not executed in the best yeah. way. Z-Moves was... Like, Z-Moves is a cool idea, but also not executed right. Like, yeah. I think it sacrifices way too much for them to be useful and there's not enough of them that are like interestingly unique yes. and i don't i i don't think i actually used a single z move playing sun and moon no. did you i used exclusively z moves <laughs> um that's the only way that i played actually i'm kind go of offended that you, go big or go home baby. i'm kind of offended that you just assumed that i wouldn't have used oh, z moves no. i don't know what that means but no, I I use Z moves, Jubear. I use them quite a bit. Can you explain to me what a Z move is? It's you do a goofy little dance, and then your Pokemon does does a, a big one. It does a does a big old hit. It, it does a right. big right. That's hit. Actually what it is. It's, it's a, a it's a big it's a big hit. So this is one where I feel Nailed. like the nostalgia actually weighs very Overpowers. heavily. Overpowers. Yeah. yeah. Um. Where, because Sun and Moon definitely does try to, even with the old Pokemon, it tries to be new and do its own things. You know, with like we we haven't even mentioned the Alolan versions of Pokemon that I think are like a lot of those designs are. I think they're really cool. I think Um, a lot of those are better than the original. Yeah, Pokemon. I would say I I think they. I think it's it's actually impressive how few of them there are. Like Landon yeah. and I actually like went through like how many Alolan Pokemon they added. There's like twelve, and I think if that there's there's twelve, I think including evolutions. Yeah, like of... excluding evolutions, there's like ten. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. that they added. So it's like they and... really didn't add very much, which is kind of kind of lame. I mean, it made Sandslash cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it made like, Sandslash really made cool. Golem yeah. and like Geodude, that entire also line cool. looked really fucking red too. And way way better than the original. And it makes Raichu awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it makes Raichu a viable uh, evolution, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're surfing on your own fucking tail. Yeah. And you're psychic, and yeah. Um, I feel like I like those Alolan versions. This is just me kind of giving my praise to Sun and Moon, knowing that it's not going to be moving Mm -hmm. any further, probably. And, yeah. Um, I I feel the way about those Alolan versions that I feel like they wanted everyone to feel about uh, the... Ultra evolutions or whatever the mega fuck. evolutions, mega yeah. evolutions. Mega, like yeah, like if if they drop the idea of mega mega evolutions moving forward, but, keep, but like, continue doing like regional alternative specifics. regional Pokemon, I'd be down for that. That would be awesome. Yep. So yeah. and I think and I mean we already shot it down fucking round one, like yeah, match one. But like a big negative to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is that they didn't add any new Alolan forms. They added new um, Ultra Beasts, which was cool, but like. They didn't add any new Alolan. I've also, and that's something where my playing through Sun and Moon, I never really quite understood, like, what the fuck is up with Ultra Beasts? Like, am am I supposed to have the same reverence for these as I should, like, legendaries? I mean, they are effectively legendary Pokemon, but with a new flavor to them where they are like, these are otherworldly. And I think that is cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about them continuing to do them. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a, you do it for this set of games and you're done. I don't know. Like, I feel like, I almost feel like they're kind of opening a gate to it. Where it's like, I think they're going to be more significant moving forward. And if they do it in a meaningful way, then I'm down for it. But I think there was too much like, oh, Ultra Beasts exist, but we're not really going into too much about what they are. Really. Inside of Moon, which kind of sucked. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, uh... Yeah, that's... Are we ready to we ready to vote? Yeah. I think we're, are we all gonna go Ruby Sapphire? Yeah, Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, Ruby Sapphire. Okay.
So uh, Ruby and Sapphire moving on from that matchup. Um, up next, this is going to be, again, in your guys' kind of wheelhouse. Um, mm. Platinum versus Crystal. This is this is one of those ultimate tests because it is like two of the best like third games mm-hmm. against each other. Hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. I think my heart is telling me Crystal overall. Okay. And this is kind of an unfortunate thing about like generation versus the games themselves because I think generation 4 perfected itself in heart gold soul silver so like as good as platinum was and it's fine and it's good i think a lot of the reverence and quality of gen 4 really came through in those remakes of gold and silver and i i would say that like when i think of gen 4 i don't think of heart gold and soul silver because i like those games so yeah or i i don't think of heart gold and soul silver because i like those games so much and i do kind of and I don't, I don't like it's not like a strong dislike, but I like you have like two different sections of your memory of Gen Four. Like you think yeah. of heart, you think of Diamond Pearl Platinum, where it's like, oh, those games are good, but they were flawed. And yeah. there's all these Gen Four things that I hated. And, and then, then there's, there's Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which is like perfection. I think yeah. is which is is odd saying since it's not on the list anymore. But you know what I mean. Like it's right. still mad, still upset. <laughs> Man, keeping that grudge a whole week. Oh my god. Till the day I die. So, yeah. where do you come out on Platinum versus Crystal? I, Crystal. Crystal? 100%. Okay. I just I just think it's yeah. it's damn near perfect. I mean, perfection was heart gold and soul silver, you bastards. But I, I gotta say, uh, I think there's Crystal's some, a close There's something second. about the way that Crystal... Like, those Game Boy-ass games. Like, there, yeah. is, there is that nostalgia that does not get recreated in their Gen 4-ification... Yeah, but it's like there's like there's two different like you lose. Didn't think we'd be talking about gentrification on this episode. <laughs> oh, I was th- I was I was going red hot chili peppers with it. It's the gentrification. <laughs> that's you start talking about Google buses yeah. and what is it with this podcast and fucking red hot chili? Peppers? They come up way too much. Surprisingly, <laughs> too much for my taste. I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah, a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, but yeah, like I think there's a lot of things that you kind of trade between. If you're gonna talk like Crystal versus Heart Gold and Soul Silver, like Heart Gold and Soul Silver do a perfect job of modernizing those games, mm-hmm. but Crystal does a perfect job of being that level of nostalgia for it. Yes, and 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 that's why I think we got to give it the edge over over Platinum personally. Yeah. Okay, like like I said, I deferred to you guys, so I I put Crystal down there. Um, yeah, I think that means Gen Four is dead now, isn't it? Um. Yes, Gen Four is. I'm dead. sorry. Damn. Uh, I'm not. It'd be like it'd be like that. So <laughs> this next one, I think, is going to be a little little bit of a fight. Um, no. You got no. Fire Red and Leaf Green versus Black Two and White Two. I'm going to come out swinging and say I think Black Two and White Two take this. I think it's Black Two White Two. Um. I but we is... but we're here to talk. We're here to talk. We're here to talk. We're going to have a com. We're here to have a conversation. Last episode, I mentioned that I think Black 2, White 2 are the most perfect Pokemon stories. They are the the best stories told in any of these games. And that's really not saying much, because there's really not much to be told. I think, I'm, I, think I, che- I think I cheat when I say that Black 2 and White 2 are the best Pokemon stories, because I also include Black 1, White 1, yeah, when Black I say one, that. White, Black 1, White 1 are so integral to this experience. The, the Elite 4 experience in and of itself in Black 1 and White 1 and then also by extended black two white two is so ridiculous like yeah the fucking like as cause it's team plasma in that one right uh yeah team plasma. plasma i think team plasma is outside of like team rocket i think team plasma might actually be one of the best teams i honestly. think they're they're third and underneath i think you, you do have to give it to team rocket first and then yeah i think team rocket did it first and then i think you magma and aqua after that tie because they do such a cool thing with them i would almost argue because like i think plasma beats at least for me beats out team aqua team magma because they fucking hijack the goddamn elite four and that's that like true that's that like such true. a herculean feat that they like have this entire like 
castle that shows up and assaults the Elite Four. Yeah. Like, as you are trying to attempt to, jo- to like, beat the Elite Four, they're like, hey, wait a minute. Dylan's got a De Niro face played, over here. Have you not here. played the Gen 5s? Or oh, no, I fight him. But how dare you? Like, <laughs> how no, fucking, like, no, no, no. That, how fucking dare you? That Leave was Team like, Skull out of the... <laughs> Okay, that that is fair. Yeah, I mean, so for for me, it would probably go. Honestly, it would probably go. Skull, plasma, rocket, In top to bottom. Yeah. Oh, I I would say rocket's got to be first. I th- this like is, this is not the argument well, I think we should be sure. having. Now. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think. I think Rocket does a great job, but I think Plasma fucking hijacked the no, Elite Four. Like, and Plasma that's cool. is, is the I think, ones that are I the think most well defined. I think N and by extension Gestus, because yeah. he was like the guy that you actually fight. Yep. I think those two were two of the most interesting antagonists, like, antagonists yeah. in Pokemon. Absolutely. Bar none. Yep. Which is why I like Gen 5 so much. I think Skull was like. Skull was, like, the first team that you actually, like, feel like you care about, you know? Yeah. I mean, and they had sweet moves. Yeah, they have sweet moves. They suck dick. Yeah. Which is, like, part <laughs> right. of why you, like, kind of care That's kind of why they're, they're almost, endearing. Yeah, like, you're they, almost just like, laying. shit, I kind of want these guys to win. Like, <laughs> I almost, like, the Aether Foundation sucks. I want these guys to be, like, yeah. I want these guys on top. Like, but I think as, as far as, like, how you gotta rank, like, the best teams, I think, like, Skull, I think you would rank the the lowest, but only because you're like, oh, these guys aren't so, these guys are nice, they're just a bunch of fucking goobers, whereas, like, everyone else is, like, they've got a well-defined mission. And even know? then, I don't know, I would say that Plasma had, like, the, I think Plasma has the most, like, founded in, if Pokemon were real, this is the that one that makes. real thing. Well, I guess Team Rocket also has that going for them, but, like, theirs is, like, the opposite. Where, like, so, like, Team Rocket wants to just capture all the Pokemon and have them for themselves, which sucks. Alright, I have... Okay, so your next bracket is going to definitely be Pokemon... Uh, gang, gang teams. We yeah. we did have this conversation, and at first I shot I shot it down immediately after Landon said it, and I was like, you know what? And the more I think about it, I actually am totally on board with I this. think it would be fun, because then we would kind of have to... I can't even tell you who the the evil team is. It team Galactic. I, so, so my or... biggest problem is like Galactic, I think once yeah, you yeah. talk about like the teams, we're gonna get into like some like political ideology. Oh yeah, shit. no, <laughs> like, like politics will come like, out. Okay, Mister Gorbachev, release these Pokemon. <laughs> and we're that is two Mister Gorbachev references, dude. We're bringing the fire. I hate that. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, I want to say. So, I, I think you solidify my opinion. Uh, I I will actually probably have to say that I think Plasma is... That whole storyline, but then also like the team combined with that. N-, N is one of the coolest characters in Pokemon. Yes, like, yes. And he's the most nuanced. Like, there is so much depth to that character that you would not expect. Like, Pokemon characters usually do not have depth. And it's, They literally made Michael Jackson as a Pokemon character. Yes. And that is who N is. Yes. Are you like, guys convincing me that Black 2, White 2 is better? They, I'm telling you that Black 2, White 2 fucking rules. These games are... I think these are the Pokemon games that are the most worth playing. Yeah, like... Alright. If you're, like, a kid who's never played Pokemon, and you're just like, okay, here's a Pokemon game that I want you to play, like, right now. Yeah. I'd probably give him Black 2, White 2. Well, I'll give him Black 1, White 1, and then say, hey, when you beat this game... Black 2, White 2. Yeah. And then it's also... Part 2, ones, baby! Part you 2, can, bitch! You can revisit it and you go like, I would not shit, tell there's like actual like, nuance and depth to this that <laughs> they didn't do up until that and they haven't done since. Yeah. Which is like nuts to me. Um, I mean, like, I think there's a nuance to how they tell stories because like, I think Sun and Moon has more sto- like, I there's think There's a ton of story well, There's a ton it. of story in Sun and Moon and that's almost a negative. And it's also... I, I don't want to shit on Sun and Moon since it's not here anymore, but it's also, like, I feel like Sun and Moon was, like, the first one where instead of, I'm looking at this game as, like, a an adventure as a whole, you know, the whole picture, it, Sun and Moon just felt like there's no, like, fucking route or anything, you know, from one town to the other, it just always seemed like I was getting to it that next like town It seemed like a little too linear, yeah. like, it's like there's one specific path throughout that entire game there's four islands but it's like you're going through them all exactly one way and like yeah, black two yeah, white yeah. two black one white one 
felt very much to me like I I got that same feeling like I got in red and blue in sure. gold and silver where it felt like this is a grand adventure. Yeah. So we got to give it to black too, white too. Yeah. I I think that's that's what comes out here. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is another one of those like fully aesthetic things that I'm complaining about, but and this is blo- this is Gen Five in general. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. those are the last sprite based one yeah like because gen 6 they went to like 3d models for all the pokemon which i think is cool it's just good but like there was something about those like fully animated sprites because that was the only generation where they're fully animated yep because gen 4 they only had like intros animated gen 5 was fully like the pokemon kind of like moved around they did and they were still sprite based and there was something about that i really and i think that that gen 5 design is just does a very good job of the heart of right, Gen 1 and 2 and, and 3 yeah. are there again. And I think... And it's like... It's hard to say whether or not this is a good thing or a bad thing. Like, when they go to 3D and that sort of thing. It goes back into the showing versus telling yes. sort of thing. Where it's like... There's a level of when it's sprite-based, you are filling in a lot of the blanks of, like, how these battles are happening in your head. Yeah. How does that, this thing move in yeah, a like how is Yeah, like, how is this battle actually happening? And I think the sprites leave something to be desired in the visual presentation of it yeah. but then you fill that in in your memories yep versus oh here's a 3d pikachu fighting another 3d pikachu mm-hmm. you sure. see it all happening and it's like it looks cool but it's like i think it sucks that it ha- like that shift to 3d happened on the 3ds yeah because the 3ds it as much as i love like yeah 3ds is like fucking 340p or whatever yeah. you know like it's not high def like so even though it did go into 3d like the pokemon don't look super great on <clears> i don't think 3DS. it would have hurt them to stay 2d until the switch right um and I think you, you kind of lose something in that transition to 3D where there is, in, in all of his previous games, even the ones I don't like, like Gen 4, there is an overarching like design to that generation that just feels very fluid and throughout mm-hmm. everything else. And I think you kind of lose that when you get to 3D where things can kind of just seem a little bit more random and not quite fitting to the whole. Sure. Yeah, I think they kind of fixed in Sun and Moon with like the Alola and the tropical theme. I think they settled into it again a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I think Gen Five is the last like generation, and specifically Black Two White Two, where I'm like they nailed everything on this. I think they could have done a better job in X and Y of like embracing the France aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. It it just felt a little like a half step. Yeah, because like I think Gen Five does a good job of embracing like New York. Mm-hmm. Like an Americanized, because it was like the first American based. Yeah, region. and the, the fact that every other character says, "Hey, I'm walking here." Yeah, and like, "Hey, I'm walking here." <laughs> you um, got a saying back home for this? Okay. Gabagoo. Got... Gabagoo. So, uh, yeah, black two, white two wins that one. Hmm. Uh, beating fire red and leaf green. I forget that Gen Five had a fucking American eagle. Yep. Yeah, and it's the best. How did, how did this conversation not just be there's an American eagle yeah, that they added why in? Why wasn't it just like, A, Trubbish is amazing. Yeah, Trubbish B, is a cool Pokemon. Braviary's fucking Braviary rad fucking as shit. Rules. Um, Zipstrika is goddamn cool. Crocodile? Fucking come on. Gen 5. Smoronkimon? What? I was just gonna see <laughs> if I could trick you into thinking one of those is real. Nope. Damn. Um, hey, we hit our limit on that yeah, one, exactly. and it was basically us just going black to white to our black to white to black to white to black to white. Sorry about that. That was kind of aggressive. So we, no, it's okay. We've got a potential to. Uh, we just knocked off fire red and leaf green. This next matchup, red and blue versus silver and gold. <gasps> Holy shit! <gasps> This is the this is the This is the real this shit. This is it. This is the fucking meat and potatoes as you say. Ooh. Hi guys. 
guys, uh, just wanted to do a quick check-in here. I guess we've never really done this uh, during the halfway point in an episode before, so uh, this is kind of cool. Uh, first of all, I uh, just wanted to thank you guys for listening uh, to all these episodes uh, forever. Really appreciate all of the uh, feedback, and we're really glad that you guys are listening. Uh, I wanted to do a quick apology on the audio quality that's been in uh, these past couple episodes. Um, so we recorded these uh, with Dylan uh, all in one session with all of us sitting in a room together, like three or four feet away from each other, and each of us mic'd. So uh, obviously, in retrospect, this sounds like a not great idea, but uh, we kind of went with it anyways. Uh, as a result, there's a lot of situations where we bleed into each other's mics. Um, I'm probably the most guilty of it because I was uh, pretty rambunctious in a lot of those um, those heated arguments, uh, and I got picked up in Landon's mic a lot. I tried to edit it down as much as I could, but a lot of the crosstalk situations were pretty much impossible to uh, completely fix unless I just went ahead and muted everything that Landon said, which uh, I definitely, definitely considered. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of why there's a couple echoey spots uh, where the audio tracks just couldn't get exactly lined up. Uh, so uh, once again, sorry about that. Uh, speaking of audio uh, situations, uh, something weird happened when we recorded this one uh, where Landon lost like most of his audio, like his computer quit recording or something weird. Uh, so we're actually missing like 20 minutes of audio from Landon on this one. So, oops. Uh, the good news is because we got picked up in each other's mics, um, I'm still able to extract some of his parts of the conversation from my mic and Dylan's mic uh, so I can get it somewhat presentable. However, it's not going to sound super great, so just a heads up. Really sorry about that. Uh, we didn't find out about this until, like, right as we were closing out this episode, so that's just kind of how it is. Uh, so I mainly wanted to hop on here and let you guys know that that's what's up, uh, because otherwise the audio quality just kind of plummets uh, partway through this episode without any real explanation. Uh, and finally, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our guest host, Dylan, for joining us and providing us with a, a recording site to do these episodes uh, when I was back at home for these recording sessions. Uh, I think they turned out really great, and it was nice to get another person's perspective on a lot of these conversations. Dylan also convinced me to re-download No Man's Sky, which I'll definitely be talking about in an upcoming episode. So thank you so much uh, for all of your help. Uh, just a bit of a roadmap. We've got these two Pokemon episodes, and then we'll be going back to the regular format next week uh, where we talk about making a new game. Um, I kind of used air quotes over uh, regular format since I guess this is like episode six of this podcast, and we've only really done the Chuck E. Cheese episode where we actually made a game. Uh, the rest of these episodes have been like E3 shit or whatever. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, we'll have a, so we'll have a regular episode uh, rolling out next week, and then hopefully the week after that, uh, we'll be ready to push out the third episode that we recorded with Dylan. Uh, it's not a Pokemon one, but uh, let me tell you, uh, I don't want to spoil anything about it, but it's, it's pretty special. I'm going to try to take a couple of extra weeks on that one uh, just to make sure the audio quality is just right since I need to tweak it uh, quite a bit, kind of like these Pokemon episodes. Uh, I also wanted to uh, get a newer episode, like a more current events episode uh, with myself and Landon out uh, as soon as possible just to establish some semblance of parody with current events in the world. Uh, like, for example, by the time we released uh, the last episode, uh, where we talked about the, the the whole cave situation, they already went and rescued those sweet soccer boys from, from God's Hole. So they're all safe, and now it's even gotten weirder because, like, Elon Musk tried to help, he made a submarine, he called some guy a pedophile. Uh, there's just a bunch of shit that we, like, didn't even get to... We didn't even get to cover, so that kind of sucks. Uh, anyways, uh, bottom line, uh, we'll have tons of more episodes coming out for you guys to uh, consume you know just kind of slurp down your ear holes and i said ear holes so i think this is a good time to stop talking anyways thanks um who wants to dip their toe in first like i that's the thing is i kind of like i don't know if i can make a solid argument against one or the other like i have very vivid solid arguments for each of them but when you compare and contrast, like, it's, I feel, I feel ultimately Silver and Gold do beat out Red and Blue just because there is more to them. 
Yes. But then you're asking me to put a value on like first discovering one of these things see, that yeah, I have ended see, up loving the my difficult, entire life. That's the difficult like balance between nostalgia and actual quality of the games. Yeah. Because I think like red and blue have like I would almost argue like if you were to say on like a scale of one to ten, it is an infinity level of nostalgia for those games. As far as mechanics, as far as playability, red and blue are borderline unplayable. unplayable. Yeah. Like Yes. I, I I just I don't know. I I I honestly I don't feel bad about this. Gold and silver. Oh you don't oh you don't feel yeah. bad about, okay, okay, okay. No, I yeah, yeah. gold and silver. It's gotta be oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. So and I think the best way I can put this is I'm going to let down Ren Blue softly, but I'm going to say Ren Blue is the first experience in this world that I grew to love and like truly actually care for in some very meaningful ways. Yeah, like, I think I'd be alt-right if it wasn't for Pokemon Red. <laughs> uh, what? So, like... <laughs> I'm going to strike that from the whole conversation. <laughs> so, like, Ren Blue got me into this fad of mm-hmm. Pokemon, and, you know, it... it I, oh I was, sure, yeah. I was definitely into the games more than the cards or the cartoon. Oh, I was um, deeply, I was, and I was deep in all of them, and all that shit. I was oh, deep yeah. in all of uh, them, uh, but the video games shit. are where I was like firmly oh, yeah. planted as like this is the root. And I feel like soul or silver and gold is where I went. Oh no, like this isn't a fad. This is something I'm going to stick with for the rest. Like of my this life. is ten year old me going. I actually just love all of this. Yeah. Like, I like, remember being so excited, like, getting those magazines where it's like, oh, here's, like, yeah, here's, like, coming. these, here's, like, the footage of, like, right? these first couple Pokemon, like, here's these new Pokemon that they're adding to Gold and Silver. Sw- Swinub. Yeah. So, okay, I do want to say this, and just for argument's sake, just because we do still have 11 minutes to talk about this particular ma- round, and, like, I don't want to waste any of it, like, just saying, like, okay, Gold and Silver wins, yeah. why not? I do want to say that this is my personal opinion. I know that you feel completely different about this. I think on a full spectrum, the Pokemon that that were introduced in Generation 2, like if you're looking at every single generation individually, Mm -hmm. I think Generation 2 was the worst generation as far as Pokemon that were introduced. On a whole. On a whole. Okay, so like, and like you, that sounds, that sounds mean, that sounds like an opinion I would have. <laughs> sure, sure. But, like, I mean, look at it overall. Like, and, and this even bleeds into the games themselves. Like, question number one, what are some cool Gen 2 Pokemon? Question number two, that you could get before you fought the Elite Four in, in Pokemon Gold and Silver. Tyranitar. Probably. Wrong, because that doesn't fit into both of those categories. You couldn't get a Tyranitar until Mount Silver, which is the end of the fucking game. Fraligator. Typhlosion. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to say Meganium because right, but even that. even then, like Bayleaf. even even then you even then you have to concede that two of those Pokemon you just said were starters. No, yeah. So like, and that uh, that also doesn't really count. I think you uh, didn't think Noctowl was cool. Noctowl was pretty fucking cool. I mean, Noctowl is cool, but like as cool as Noctowl is, there is a there's an analogous Pokemon to Noctowl that's either as good or co- very very comparable in every other gen. Even Gen Four has Star Raptor. Like Star Raptor, yeah. fucking. Whip scrot. <laughs> um, God damn it! I think. Um, oh, why am I fucking blanking on the name? The elephant. Don fan. Don fan. Don fan is fucking phenomenal. Sure. Him even Lee, even even, or, even Don fan is yeah. silver uh, exclusive. Him on, on top. Uh, Ty Tyrone is that Tyrone? Tyrone. Yeah. Tyrone. My dude Tyrone. Um. Uh. Fuck. Like. I'm not disagreeing with you necessarily, but it's also like I think they are kind of inexorably tied to each other. What do you mean? In, in that Gen Two feels like such a natural extension of Gen One, right? And that's what I'm saying is like it's great. Like, and when you look at how like because like the story goes that a lot of the Pokemon that were made for Gen Two were a lot of Gen One Pokemon that just didn't fit into yeah. the game. So, and, like, if you look at the, like, okay. addressing for a lot of the Pokemon, it doesn't go, like, zero through, or one through 
150 for the Gen 1 Pokemon. So it was said that like a lot of the Gen 2 Pokemon were just shifted into Gold and Silver to be released at that point. But they had been designed to be in Gen 1. Um, I think, like, and yeah, and so you, if you count them all together, then yeah, for sure. Because there are some Pokemon, like Houndoom, it was a cool Pokemon, mm-hmm. was Kanto exclusive in Gold and Silver. Yeah. And Gold, yeah, so like, even like a Pokemon like that, like, doesn't even exist in Johto. So like, I think the, the only Pokemon in Gen 2 I could really say, like, sucks big ass is unknown i just think that whole oh, concept yeah. oh, is yeah. bad i think it's lame. cool for novelty where it's like oh they're the alphabet but like unknown is a terrible Pokemon. yeah true true um i do think the uh the legendary dogs are cooler than the legendary birds sure um i, I think... don't know at least the legendary birds stayed the fuck still yeah that's that's yeah yeah um i personally i think uh lugia is like the coolest legendary they've ever had it's my favorite sure yeah, I, I like Lugia a lot too. But like in that that's another one of those dangerous things where it's like legendary Pokemon kind of fit into a different category of yeah. that where it's like most of the legendary Pokemon are pretty cool. Yeah. I'm just saying I I don't think Gen 1 had a moment quite like Gold and Silver did where you find I mean, I don't know. As somebody who was ingrained in the Pokemon mythos, I mean, you were all about the games. Yeah. Landon, but uh, oh, I'm all about that mythos. Oh my god, I'm all about that that anime, that first episode where when you, you see, see Ho. You see it Ho. Seems like that's where I'm talking about. Where like a lot of those Pokemon were planned, intertwined. So like, yeah. Gen One and Gen Two are hard to divorce between like what are Gen One Pokemon. You kind of keep keep Gen One to itself, but when but you that talk is about very Gen cool. 2. Where it's like, oh, that's Ho. Oh, but like you didn't know that as a kid. No, just and like, it was the wonderment of it all. The fuck is like, this big glowing bird? And you're not gonna find out until the next game's out. Yeah, which felt like an eternity, but it was only like a it was like a year. two years. Yeah. Exactly right. Like from when that happened in the show and when that happened in the game. But like that's still like that's a level like that's a moment that is very hard to recreate. Yeah. And then also, I think you kind of have to give it to Gold and Silver in that uh, I think the fact that the end boss of that, the quote unquote end boss of that game, oh, Red is the character is, is one of yeah, it's from that it's, first game. It's one of the best battles in Pokemon history. Yep. There's this. I, I, okay, just not to derail. There's this deviant art ass shit where it's like a, a watercolor version of, of that the, of that fight and when you're is, on the top of the mountain on top of and, silver oh my god and it is the coolest thing on the planet and it yep. just I, I don't know just like that image is what it, it just distills how it the is game. in your mind you it, know? It, it, to me exactly right yeah mm. that is the first time that pokemon felt epic it felt big not epic in the like oh i got a quad kill on yeah fucking two fort sort of love right? but it, it like, felt e- like epic epic in like the homer's odyssey sort of thing you know yes in the gummy venus de Milo, or wrong homer um, <laughs> god damn it <laughs> dough so uh yeah i think like salute play the play the old funeral yeah for I was like, yeah. Blue. gentlemen it's been a pleasure been playing a pleasure. with you tonight <laughs> Next round? Okay, so next round, um, we are going to say gold, Silver and Gold did win that. Um, Unfortunate, well, fortunate, fortunately. Uh, this this next one, these uh, semifinals, the winner of this goes on to the grand finals. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire versus Crystal. Who, who all is in the semifinals right now? So, so it's this? Ruby and Sapphire versus Crystal, and then Black 2, White 2 versus Silver and Gold. So we're doing Ruby Sapphire versus Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. And uh, uh, I think it's Ruby. I think it's Ruby this round. You think it's Ruby? I, think it's Ruby I honestly round. I agree. 100%. I think it's Ruby this round. Um I when you so the big problem about this whole thing in general and that's why I wanted to do like a retrospective afterwards talking mm-hmm. about the different gens is that it's unfair to talk about the quality of a third game versus the quality of a non-third. new game, yeah, yeah, of a non-third game, especially the next game 
in the sequence yeah. of it, like that is the first game of a new generation. Okay. Because when you look at it that way, it's like Crystal does a lot of really, really good stuff. And I think Crystal is probably overall a better game. But when you look at it grand scheme, it's like Ruby and what like so what what better. are the things what are the things that were done in Crystal that made it a better game versus Gold and Silver? And then if you were to imagine Crystal did not exist, just imagine the jump from gold and silver to ruby and sapphire which that is the jump like, that i took as a player is I that a, like crystal. what is the quality of that jump versus the quality of the jump from gold and silver to crystal like yeah the things that were groundbreaking in like crystal version versus like the things that are groundbreaking in ruby and sapphire like adding like making weather more meaningful because mm-hmm. like they added weather in gold and silver, but like weather like was an actual thing on the map. Time in of day. Ruby and Sapphire like walking around. Well, time of day was gold and silver and they dropped that. In they Ruby did and drop it, didn't they? Yeah. So like if that was, that was a negative Ruby and Sapphire, but like you could go to like the desert and it would actually be a, like there'd be a sandstorm. You would go to a, like to a route and it would be raining. And like these different things, like weather was more impactful not just in your exploration of the world, but then the battles that took place. Exactly. In yeah. Like what was happening there. So I think there was a lot of the world felt more dynamic and felt more alive. And I think that's such a big jump there that that would be a good point and in if, favor of Ruby and Sapphire. You know, and, and I mean, I guess I just, I have to say my feeling on this is I think, yeah, I think Ruby and Sapphire it, it takes the cake here. And honestly, the big reason for me is that they did the concept of, the legendary dogs roaming around the the map better in Ruby and Sapphire yeah. with Latios and Latias. Oh, sure, yeah. Specifically. Yeah. I but think then also, yeah. like... I think the roaming aspect of Pokemon is cool. I think it wasn't great in Gen 2 just because it was the first time they did it, and it was kind of... Random. It's very it was, random. It was very, yeah, it was very, like, abrasive. It was very, like, kind of difficult to actually capture any of them. You want them to be trackable, not... I when I was playing, I mean, you're I like was, they're vaguely trackable. They're vaguely you know? trackable, but I always yes. felt like I was multiple steps. I, I think with every generation, they are doing better and better and better. Yeah. And I think Latios and Latias were like a very good execution of that. And I, I will yeah. say, I think the, another argument for Ruby and Sapphire is that like take those games as their base games, uh, launching that generation. I think those are the most complete of. Anything, at least up until, like, Black and White, Black 2, White 2. Not even counting Black 2, White 2, because that's technically a third version. Um, I think Ruby and Sapphire felt big enough that it it didn't feel like I was missing out on anything when I finished that game. I felt like, holy shit, I've done so much in this game. Yeah. Like, it felt big and huge, and, like, I've done a ton. Um, So, yeah, I, I would have to give it to Ruby and Sapphire damn is that so yeah that's that's, that's our winner that, that's okay. our winner yeah we're going on to the finals ruby and sapphire will be facing the winner of black two white two versus silver and gold and this is somewhere i did not want to be i'm actually overall pretty happy with how this has been going yeah, yeah. in my humble opinion i think a lot of these have been shaking out kind of how i expected them to um do we have like that runoff bracket for the for deciding the runner up um yeah we we will do that before we do the grand final okay so whoever loses this round plus whoever lost last round is that how that works uh so it will go um the loser of this the two losers so the loser so yeah so it'll have been whoever lost last round yeah whoever loses this round okay so this is Black 2, White 2 versus... Silver and Gold. Silver and Gold. I'm just... I'm gonna... I think... I think we've made every argument I think we can make. Yeah. So I think we just need to place a vote. Yeah, we need to rip that band-aid well, off. Well, I think we have to... I think we can still talk about each yeah. other. Yeah. Uh, place your vote and then justify it. Jew Bear. Start us off. So let's... We're not gonna place our votes, but we will state each... Like we'll we'll state how we are feeling for each one. Yeah, and, and, and if, we'll we'll go all the way around maybe once, and then we'll do the vote. We'll check in and see if anyone changes. So, yeah. So my vote goes to gold and silver. I think just overall, 
the like it it still strikes to me the perfect balance of nostalgia and playability mm-hmm. versus any of the previous gens and then like even moving forward i think the way that gold and silver is presented and like the way that that game is set up it offers a more overall complete adventure mm-hmm. like going through like beating that main part the main, the first part where you go through all of Johto going through all of Kanto even though you breeze through it and then going on to going like to Mount Silver yep. fighting red i think that overall just general story sits better at the end of the day i think black 2 and white 2 is still incredible mm-hmm. but i think black 2 and white 2 also kind of fights that as much as I do love those games and I love how they attempted to reboot, like Gen 5 in general attempted to reboot Pokemon, I think it still has to battle a lot of that's when... I think Gen 5 was still like around the, t- the point where Pokemon started to get a little overwhelming as yeah. far as how many there are. Keeping track of them, yeah. Mm, and that sort of thing. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, I mean, for me, my vote is going to be gold and silver. And... Uh, it- it's not a it's not a vote I take lightly. Um, I mean, just in kind of objectively looking at both of the games, uh, as far as mechanics, the Pokemon, and then like nostalgia, like those are kind of the three things mm. that I'm taking into account here. Um, I think that the one area that Gold and Silver edges out Black Two White Two is in the nostalgia factor. Specifically, yeah. I mm-hmm. think that there oh, yeah. is more nostalgia there. And specifically for the moment that I think you touched upon, where it was, you go, you beat Johto, and little kid me expecting, oh, well, that's the end of the game. Yeah, that's not the credits roll, but it's like, uh uh-oh. No, you get to go to the whole first game again. You get to go back. You get to read this. And you get to see all your friends. You get to see see Brock. You see Blaine. You get to... Yeah, Blaine. I don't know why you think he's always the first game. You get to see... uh, (laughs) Little, 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 Marmano, Marmano, yeah, Marmano. He was the sixth gym leader. Yeah, who could forget Marmano? Marmano. He's like, hey guys, I'm a Marmano. But then also the fact that obviously my vote is going to silver and gold. Also, I've already pushed it up on on the bracket. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ! But uh, I think. What is also, what is very, quote-unquote, big and meaningful, almost close as to seeing red on the mountain, is fighting blue. Blue who has taken over for Giovanni. Exactly. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That, that, that in and of itself is actually, because, like, you also see him a lot before that, too, because, like, you see him on Cinnabar Island, and he's just like, I can't believe this place has been nuked to... The hell that was also kind of weird that like Cinnabar Island like blew a fuck up yeah <laughs> and he's just like there's nothing here there's nothing left for me and then he like flies out of there and you're just like whoa shit and then also the, the fact that like Lance is such an integral part yeah, yeah like that part where you're like busting through Team Rocket with him and he's like yo that red Gyarados is fucked up like what's the deal with the red Gyarados <laughs> I think they just, they do a very good job of making it feel like a natural progression, but also like a big jump. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Silver and Gold has to take it. So damn, get those votes in. Yeah, yeah, lock it in, lock, lock them in. in. Um, so oh. our grand finals are going to be Ruby and Sapphire versus Silver and Gold. But first, we have to do the battle for third place, which I feel like is actually pretty easy, and I'm going to explain why. Uh, it's crystal versus black two, white two. And I feel like if we just say, hey, Gen 2 has already gotten at least up until second place, if not first. It seems mean that it would get third place as well. And I think just based on the overwhelming strengths of black two, white two, it deserves third place. An on- yeah, honorary. You guys in that. swayed me so hard with, I, with like, black two, I've, white two. I've I re-swayed myself. Like, after I get, like... I'm going to go back home after this whole thing, and I'm going to boot up Black 2 White 2 again. Yep. Start a new file on that. Yeah. Like, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, shit, that game fucking 
Yep. Whip scrub. Like <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, I, I'm probably gonna play black. Yeah. Because a lot of that like story shit that I was talking about was like black one white one shit, but like the fat like it happens there, and then in black two white two is just like. It's a it's the world that has been created because of the events of that first game, yeah. and I think that was a really cool and like they haven't really done that since, which kind of sucks. Like even Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are retellings of Sun and Moon, so like those aren't even sequels, which kind of sucks. Like I liked the idea of Black Two White Two being the games that happened as a result of what happened in the, yeah. in the other games, instead of being like a parallel retelling which is like what just basically every other third game has been yeah so uh yeah we're gonna give that to black two white two. Oh, bum, 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 bum. okay, okay so, so final round black two white two when reiterate one it is in third place okay yeah so uh yeah final round and this is where it actually gets legitimately fucking hard this is where the rubber meets the road this is Okay, I'm setting a timer for 20 minutes. Okay. Ruby and Sapphire versus Silver and Gold. Jubair, start us off. Okay. Once again, I think it goes back into the same conversation I've had before of the level of nostalgia and playability. It's got to be Gold and Silver for me, I think. Okay. Well, with this is, this is hard. Guys. Right. This, this is, is yeah. This is this is difficult. These are my two favorite like sons. Game <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. You know. These are my children. I get to pick one to live, and the other mm-hmm. one's gonna get yeah, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> These games don't feel so good no more. Mr. <laughs> that's that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Shit. Uh yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I gotta give it to, to gold and silver. And it's with much regret that I do that. Uh because I I gotta be honest, uh Ruby and Sapphire were the first Pokemon games I ever beat. I didn't beat any of the other ones oh. until later in life. Damn. So I have very fond memories of, of that uh, Ruby and Sapphire and going like, oh, I can beat these games. Oh, I don't yeah. have to just play them for forever. Yeah. I can beat them. So um, as much as I love Ruby and Sapphire, yes, I will give it to Gold and Silver because they are just overall the better game in my opinion. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a fucking sweep. Uh, it's got to be Gold and Silver. I don't want this to sound like too fucking like melodramatic, but I think like Gold and Silver are the... Rightfully so, they're the heart of Pokemon. Yeah, right? I, I and I think I think we do need to like reveal our cards here, like just as far as like age wise. Like I think we are all of the age it that that matter. age that age level of this was specifically the game for us age wise. Yeah. Like, because that game like a bit too young for Red and Blue. Like right, I, like. Because yeah, just learned how to read. I could barely, or no, I could like I, I yeah, I could read. I could read, but not. I could read, but the level of reading versus reading comprehension was like not like perfect in Red and Blue. But like I was eight years old by the time Gold and Silver came out. When you're so seven like seven years old and dealing with a bunch of made up words too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and uh, fucking prof. Yeah, prof. What is that proof? What it. What is up, prof? Okay, here's my here's my fucking show in my hands. Uh, the the part the first part of Pokemon Red and Blue where you have to pick up a Professor Oak. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Professor Oak. Professor Olaf. Parcel. Yeah. When I was a kid, I misread that as Professor Oak's pretzels. <laughs> so I thought you were going to the store to, to pick, pick up, up like a bag, bag of pretzels <laughs> for, for for Professor Oak. <laughs> And I was just like, why is this so fucking important for the game? Here's 20 poker dollars. Give me some pretzels. Give me some pretzels. I gotta, you gotta give me the dots. Like, I 100% thought it was Professor Oak's pretzels. 
Okay, that's totally unrelated to what I'm going to tell you, but it's also another... I, so for the longest time before I, like, saw the Spider-Man cartoon, I thought Carnage was a French guy named Carnage. Carnage! Carnage! Oh, wee wee! Oh, wee wee! And he's like, I am Carnage. I was like, you know, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I thought he was Carnegie. That's the... <laughs> How do you get there? Practice, practice, practice. Carnage, carnage, carnage! I'm going to write down twist, silver twist. and gold, taking the number one spot. Uh, we we did, did it. Woo! We did it, Reddit. Play your ruby and sapphire horns for ruby and sapphire. Um, coming in at third place is Black 2, White 2. Deservedly so. Uh, fourth place is Crystal. Fifth place is Sun and Moon. Sixth place is Platinum. Wow, I can't believe someone got fifth. That's actually pretty good. It's almost like it's a criminal crime. <laughs> it's almost like you guys fucked up. I feel, I, yeah, I feel like we kind of left a lot of dead bodies out there for that to happen. Seventh place is Fire Red, Leaf Green. Eighth place, like this is actually kind of surprising to me, is Red and Blue. Uh, ninth Honestly, that that seems because that's like pretty much smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, ninth place is, uh, we've got yellow. Uh, tenth place, we've got black and white. Eleventh place, we've got heart gold, soul silver, which that's that awful. is just... That, I would say that, that's probably the most criminal thing here, is that that is so low. That's just a matter of how the, the bracket. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That, like, that, like, we could do this again. I'm not saying we should. <laughs> but, like, we could do this again, and it would be a lot higher. Yeah. As it should be. Right. Let's see, that was 11th place. 12th place is Diamond and Pearl. 13th is Emerald. 14th is Omega Ruby off of Sapphire. Uh, I think it's weird that Emerald is that low as well. Yeah. I will say that. Uh, 15th is uh, X and Y. And in dead last, because none of us played it, is Ultramid and Ultra Sun. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, the, that's, that's it. That's the, the whole Poke show. The good guys won. Wow. The bad guys lost. Wow. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> God damn it. Triple, triple wow. Hey, now we've all made a Gorbachev reference. We did it, Reddit. What's the deal with Gorbachev's, you know, head thing? Where can we find you? Hello, Internet, Landon. Uh, I am at uh, Nick Robinson Destroyer. <laughs> Holy sh- I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm ble- I am bleeping <laughs> that out. <laughs> Holy shit. No, you can find me at Landon Van Bus on the Twitter. I'm kind of mad. You stole my bit, so I'm not even going to do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, where can we find you? I'm uh, at Dillberger uh, on Twitter and uh, the band Boarding School on Bandcamp. Uh, you can find my album out. Google search boarding school. No, you can't actually do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Just, yeah, go on to Bandcamp and search boarding school. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So anyway, your album. Uh, it's uh, Leave Me Outside with the Trash. It's a good one. It's got a little teddy bear on the front of the, the cover. It's got a teddy bear in front of a garbage can. Is that right? Yeah, no, okay. that's for that's sure what right. it is. Uh, bear, where can we, uh, we find you? Yeah, Twitter, Jewbear720. That's it. Apparently you killed it. <laughs> I'll come back next week with a really funny, funny thing that I've been doing. But apparently... Uh, the Nick Robinson Destroyer Twitter account, which I'm once again going to bleep out, <laughs> is, the, is the funny thing this week. What's up? Uh, uh, where where is your current minute count? Fifty-seven. Why? Uh, for some reason, Audacity decided to stop at forty-three for me. Well, that's all the time we have, folks. Um. That shit's some big dick energy. <laughs> is it, this is still going to be called big diglet energy, right? I think I'm still just going to call it big diglet energy. I mean, because I don't, I don't know. Thing. Yeah, I think it's still a thing, right? Do you yeah, think it's still going to be a thing a week from now. I yeah. keep like getting upset that like there's the ra- the round trip time of recording the show, Two and then memes. like and then to, yeah, like meme culture like 
fizzles out so Meme culture's on the quick. fucking fast like, lane. It, like, it's never been this quick, you know? Like, Yeah, I know, right? Like, what's the deal with yeah, memes? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand what some of these memes. In the old days, days, it used to just be good enough to go on and to go onto an airplane every now and again and just complain about that shit, you know? Now, to, like, be interesting, you gotta, like... What's the deal with big dick energy? Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> what about little dick energy? Fucking what? <laughs> what about the rest of us? Wait, you do you not know about... Big dick energy? Wait, he doesn't know about big dick energy? Big dick energy is a thing? Yeah. What? So he's this Texan oil magnate. Um, Richard Energy. Richard, yeah, Richard Energy from Richard Energy Enterprises. <laughs> he's got the suspension. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's got a spittoon. Yeah. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And you what? just call me Big Dick Energy. <laughs> Owner of the Big Dick Riggers. <laughs> I can't say that because I know I would accidentally say something. <laughs> F. Scott Fitzgerald's book sucked dick until they forced a bunch of dumbass kids to read it in fucking 8th grade or whatever. God damn. And that book was Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs>